Joining me in the studio this morning is retired Monmouth College historian and from the Office of Communications and Marketing, 30-year career, Mr. Jeff Rankin. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Vanessa. Good to see you, sir. Well, it's great to be here, be back. Uh, it's been a while since I've sat and had a conversation. Yeah, looking forward to it. You're also the host of our Maple City Memories program, so I'm excited to get more of those now that you've hit retirement phase. Congratulations. Well, thank you. It's, uh, you know, it, it's kind of a... Uh, a bittersweet uh, experience. Uh, I'm looking forward to retirement, but you know, I've, there are a lot of memories at Monmouth College uh, from all those years in my past. Take me back to day one when you set foot on the Monmouth College campus. Well, it was quite a different campus in 1992. Um, we were toward the end of the Bruce Haywood administration. Um, at that time, uh, the campus was somewhat confined to the original footprint of the campus, which uh, kind of ended uh, at 7th Street, really. I mean, we had Gibson Hall there, um, and we had our uh, admissions building and that sort of thing. But we were really surrounded uh, by uh, houses, residential properties, and that was kind of the feeling uh, for, for decades that we couldn't really expand because we were, you know, surrounded by by this this uh, residential uh, uh, kind of layout, and uh, so I really it was I think uh, the inspiration by President Gisi, Dick Gisi, who came in '97, that we could actually expand if we did it uh, kind of kind of kind of took it uh, one step at a time, and were uh, very deliberate about how we would acquire property and begin to uh, you know build a campus that would be that would look like a campus that would have room for for the facilities we were needing. Did you say 1992, Jeff? Yes, I did. <laughs> wow. Blazing if you're listening, man, where did 30 years go? Cuz that's the that's when I set foot on Monmouth ah. College's campus as a freshman. Yes. <laughs> Is it been 30 years? Holy moly. Yeah, I guess it has. <laughs> oh my gosh. So before we got on the air, we were talking about the weather and how interesting, you know, south of us, meaning way south, they're going to have real severe weather. Up here, we got the snow and ice. And we were talking about tornadoes and super outbreaks. And you remembered in 1959 what the college campus uh, looked like before a tornado and now. Yeah, it was uh, about the second week of school. It was late September of 1959, and this uh, storm came through and uh, came kind of through the southwest part of town and took the roof off the pottery and uh, the old Brown Lynch Scott building kind of came, but it came right through the campus and the, the front of the uh, campus where in front of Wallace Hall, it was, you know, very densely uh, wooded with, with mature trees. And we lost over a hundred trees in that storm. And it was, uh, you know, quite quite a difference and what was kind of interesting at the time is uh, Monmouth College students got out and helped haul away trees and actually helped uh, you know uh, maybe where there were down power lines and things where today that would never be allowed but they got out there and worked uh, tirelessly I think it took probably a month to do all the cleanup wow yeah 100 trees that's crazy yeah. Okay, let's talk about uh, changes on the campus as well over the over the last 30 years. Jeff, you've seen a lot. I have. Um, you, you know, like I said, when we first started, uh, we were in the middle of the first of what would be four capital campaigns that I was involved with. Uh, the, fir the first one was called uh, Forward to the 21st Century, and I think it was a $24 million uh, 
effort. Uh, the one that we just announced, uh, successful completion was 80.1 million, which is quite quite a, a remarkable feat. But um, we, Bruce Haywood, uh, as I mentioned, he was near the end of his uh, term uh, after being here 12 years. And then we hired our first uh, female president, Sue Huseman. And she came in at an interesting time. We were kind of at this crossroads of, you know, where are we going to go into the 21st century? And I think at the time, what we really saw was a need for building community. Uh, that There had been, you know, just a lot of uh, faculty and staff who were just feeling dissatisfied with things and they weren't getting along. And she came in and really wanted to make everybody work together for a, a greater goal. And I think one of the things that to me was, was really significant, she didn't have a really long term of office but she was really interested in restoring our traditions. And one of those things, and I, and I, you know, got involved in that a lot. One of those things was bringing back the freshman walkout, which was something that had been abandoned in the early 70s. And then uh, actually our pipe band had gotten really, uh, we had uh, one, one piper at the time, and she saw a need to bring in, uh, tried to revitalize that. And we had a couple of alumni, Bill and Peg Lee from the Quad Cities, who uh, were pipers. And they got involved coming down to campus and teaching bagpipes. And their son, Josh, was also a piper, and he became a pipe major. So that all kind of came together. And then there were just other things, uh, you know, trying to uh, – We for a while we did our, our Scottish games in the spring when they used to do kind of like a, a, a Scots Day uh, kind of uh, uh, annual event. Um, so anyway, but uh, those things happened. And while she was here, interestingly – Quinby House, the president's residence, was under uh, renovation, and so she never even got to live in that house. Uh, but when uh, Dick Giese came in '97, that's when the house was formally dedicated. Uh, you know, it's it's an, a, a gorgeous uh, facility, but it was like it was completely gutted. I mean, they took everything out so they could put in new wiring and HVAC and everything like that. So that was kind of the start. But I remember the first day when Dick Giese came, and he came from Mount Union, which, of course, is a football powerhouse. Uh, he wanted to see the athletic facilities because he really hadn't uh, had a chance to visit them. So he went out that day looking at the athletic facilities, which were uh, somewhat <laughs> antiquated, I guess you might say. And he said, you know, this will never do. We've got to do, you know, in order to recruit, in order to uh, you know, uh, especially like uh, the the whole fitness craze with students was becoming uh, big, and you know we had no no fitness center. Um, so he talked to trustees, and one of those was Walter Huff, who had given us our our biggest uh, gift back in the '80s, and convinced him that yes, athletics uh, must come first. It will help us get our admissions back on track, and um, it will help revitalize the campus. So. Our first renovations, uh, we got Peacock Park, which had been bought actually back in the 60s with a thought there was going to be a football stadium there, and that never happened. But that allowed us to finally have our own uh, men's and women's soccer fields and a decent baseball field. And then we also got our Lesur Nature Preserve uh, uh, right next to it, which is a really nice uh, area. Um, and then, you know, we moved on to our big, big uh acquisition, which was the Huff Athletic Center, and I think that was in about 2002 when that was finally finished. And they did a wonderful job bringing our existing facilities 
together with the new ones. And we finally got a pool again because our old Wade pool had, uh, it just couldn't be maintained anymore. So we actually had to uh, abandon our swimming and diving uh, uh, sport for, for a few years uh, till that could be finished. So that was kind of, um, that was a big deal and it really helped with our enrollment. I think uh, many of you remember Dick Valentine coming to Monmouth and he really had, he had a vision for how we could uh, re reconstitute our admission efforts and he also became a development uh, VP. And just, you know, really, uh, there was no stopping us at that time. And it just seemed like every summer we had construction going on. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just new buildings. Uh, we did a complete renovation of the auditorium. We did a renovation of the library, putting in 36 new windows, which was quite quite an improvement. And uh, renovated, uh, you know, some of our old uh, residence halls like McMichael. And, but then, then we started building our new uh new residence halls along 6th Street, and those were quite a, a departure from what we had had uh, before. They were co-ed, they were uh, beautiful, air-conditioned, uh, air, you know, elevators, the whole bit. And I think that also helped with our uh, enrollment uh, uh, efforts. So a lot of changes. A lot of changes, and then, of course, our big one was the Center for Science and Business, which opened in 2013. And it was, uh, I mean, it was, Maury Ditzler was the uh, president for that. And, um, you know, it, it totally uh, modernized our science facilities because the old ones weren't that old, it didn't seem like. But uh, the way science is, is taught today is different. It, the, the, you know, before we had the sciences on each floor kind of segregated now. They're all kind of integrated, along with our business uh, department, which is one of our most successful uh, uh, departments. And so they finally had uh, modern facilities to help uh, help them teach. We're talking with Monmouth College historian and retired uh, employee from Monmouth College, a member of that faculty and, or excuse me, that staff for 30 years in the communications and marketing department. How has education changed in that 30 years? Wow. Well, a lot, a lot has changed. I think the one thing that that we forget is when I arrived at Monmouth, there was no World Wide Web. And um, we, were, we were just getting into email. Some faculty had email, some didn't. And, um, you know, we were still kind of stuck in that uh, 80s kind of uh, era of technology. And, you know, the web totally changed everything we did, and especially from the marketing standpoint, because we had no website. We had to sort of uh, develop that from scratch. Um, and, you know, it, but then it also got into the classrooms and, uh, you know, we didn't have we didn't have like PowerPoint, <laughs> things like that. Uh, XP. <laughs> yeah, and uh, a lot of people didn't do uh, papers online. You know, they uh, WordPerfect came in and pe people were doing that, but it was like it was right in the early days of that. So that changed a lot. Um, I think though that you know that what's great about Monmouth College, it's it's traditional liberal arts kind of curriculum. A lot of that stuff didn't change, and we still had the the really um, you know close uh, seminars where um, faculty would would directly interact with with a small group of students, and you know our class sizes were small, and they still are. So I think you know a lot of those things. I mean, the technology has helped and made it easier to uh, to teach and to um, 
you know, get points across that you might not have been able to as easily. Uh, what I've noticed, uh, we've had some younger people in our department, and they don't even know what a blue book is today. Right. So, or a red book. Or a red book, too, yeah. Remember the red book, <laughs> the red yeah. Book. The yeah. blue book is what we did our right. papers, you know. Right. So Took our I, tests. Yeah. So, But, you know, when you're living through it day after day, you don't really see the, the big changes you have to kind of look back and reflect uh, because it all kind of seems sort of natural evolution. But I think I know uh, my favorite time of year is when the alumni come back in June uh, from the 60s. And some of those who had not been to campus in 40, yeah. 50 years, they're blown away. They just can't quite they can't envision where things are or were and uh, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Well, you've, you've been able to grow up with it, too, right? You're from Monmouth. I am from Monmouth. My dad was director of admissions here starting in 1957, and we lived a block from the campus. So I really grew up, uh, you know, around the campus. I mean, it was it was part of my daily life. And in high school, we didn't have a whole lot of advanced uh, courses, so we were allowed to take courses at the college. And so I took a lot of courses while I was still in high school at, on campus and got to know some of the, the or, you know, students who are now alumni uh, who are a little older than me um, because we were in those classes together. So you were a zipper? I, yeah, I was a zipper. <laughs> and how about higher education? Uh, as far as how it's... Where did you go? Oh, where did I go? I went to St. Lawrence in, in upstate New York. And I've got my shirt on today, actually. I see that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it was, uh, was kind of nice to get away. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful part of the country in the Adirondacks. But something just drew me back to Monmouth, and I just kind of felt like I had to come back here. And then, you know, having the college here. I worked uh, at uh, Carl Sandburg College for nine years before coming to Monmouth. But the whole higher education thing is is just a great atmosphere to, to work in. Okay. What's next for you, Jeff? Well, I've got a few things. Uh, one thing that I'm really uh, trying to do is uh, a book, uh, you know, using some of my uh, writings from my weekly uh, history column. Uh, I had a lot of requests for books. So that's something that I'm starting to, to uh, explore um, I have a, we have a 130 some year old house that is needing constant attention. Uh, I've got a couple rooms to renovate and, and outside, out exterior painting, that sort of thing. Um, you know, hobbies, reading, uh, maybe some travel in the, in the not too distant future. Nice. You've earned it, buddy. Thank you. It's good to talk to you. And uh, I'm so glad that we will get to continue to hear Maple City Memories with you uh, right here on WRAM and on Sunday 97.7. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Jeff, for coming in this morning. Jeff Rankin with us from Monmouth College, retired historian on 1330 WRAM and FM 